Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some ASMR. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Like, I mean, I realize that's kind of like the fad thing, but everybody's like, oh my god, you just... I'm sorry. I can't even say what it is. It's asthma. It's asthma. It's it's like American millennial sound recording, right? Isn't that what it stands for? That's probably what it stands for. Cheers. Mark and Mindy. Hey, so welcome back, everybody, to Drinks and Talks. It's been a while. A bit. Yeah. Well, a few I was, months. Yeah, since May. Since the beginning of May. Yeah. So I think May 6th was the date that our last episode posted. So for those of you thinking, oh, cool, a new podcast came up. It must be season two, Gothic Rock. You're so- wrong. Sorry. No, we're not ready for that still. It's been a busy summer. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think. Has it been a busy summer to you? Been pretty busy. Yeah. But it's been okay. Right. It went by fast. We did Pirate Fest. We did Pirate Fest. I I didn't record a scrap of audio from that. That's okay. I don't think that, that there would have been much to record because... Yeah. Captain people Todd. People weren't really... <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Captain yeah. Todd. People weren't feeling it. Yeah. Um. So, in other news, you just bought a car. I paid off a car. Well, yeah. But, so I guess, yeah, I bought a car. Right, yeah. You, you've it's not been, new or anything. You've been buying a car. Well, I've okay. had it for a while. <laughs> I've never bought a new car either, but it, I've bought cars that are new to me. Yeah. So, And I guess this technically isn't new to you either, but now, boom, signed off. It's yours. Yep. So it's a Toyota. What is that like? Um, What are some of the ad campaigns? Remember the Oh, What a Feeling commercials for Toyota? That was way back in the day. This Toyota that says, let's go places or something like that now? I don't remember. Oh, I don't know what the current ad campaign yeah. is. I don't watch TV or listen to the radio. Uh, I just remember, oh, what a feeling. And then Modesto Toyota here's got like some weird dude that's always like advertising for them, I thought. Or not advertising for them, but like like a personality that's... There's also that Honda guy. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. He's always like singing the country kind of tune. That's okay, right. That's what I'm thinking of. So yeah, I had I had it mixed up. Was it the heart of a Honda? Heart of a Honda, yes. <laughs> I need the yeah. heart of a Honda. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. All right. We now we now we've covered mu- that's covers music. So now we're, we've checked that box off. <laughs> 
So, hey, oh, so I forgot to tell you, but this also was kind of, I mean, apart from the fact that I realized how long it's been since we recorded, but <clears throat> also today when I was leaving the office, okay, I'm walking out of the office, I walk out the back door, almost everyone's gone because, you know, me, I'm like, I'm usually like the second or third person to arrive in the morning, and I'm usually the next to last or last person to leave in the afternoon every day. Or a day. Why is it like that? Because you're responsible and shit. I guess. But anyway, so I'm leaving, I walk out the back door, and I'm walking down the freaking ramp towards where I'm parked. Do you know what was sitting in the lawn? You know where you know where the lawn is there in the back? Mm-hmm. Like a foot off the sidewalk, just sitting. A jar of peanut butter. Close. A beanie. Yes. <laughs> An unattended beanie. And I was sitting there looking at that and thinking to myself, it's the return of beanie. Yeah. That's good. That's going to be the subtitle of this podcast. It's going to be the ninth fit slash return of beanie. Not return of the beanie. Return of Beanie. So now there's a character. It's Beanie. Well, yeah, because you know the one segment of our po- of our the travel and what was it travel and event segment of our podcast, which is the adventures of Peanut Butter and Beanie. Yeah. They're like character. Dead air. <laughs> right? Yeah. This makes for great radio. That's okay. Truncate silence will take all that out um, when I mix this. So we're drinking beer. It's not that great. No. I'm not impressed. No. In fact, it's, I don't know if I want it. It's well, I mean, it's. It's really staple. It's really, really staple. Basically basic. Yeah, okay, so it's just for our listeners to know, uh, this is from Last Call Brewery uh, in Oakdale. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> it's their Cali Blonde. It's a blonde ale. It's it's pretty basic, honestly. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's a bad beer. I, I would take this over, like, you know, Bud Light any day. Oh, yeah. Right? But it's definitely not the style that I would pick. And it's just, you know, I don't know. It's a mediocre example of an average style of beer, I guess. I don't know. I was disappointed. Remember, I told you I went in there thinking, oh, I'm going to get some cans that they have. Mm-hmm. And thinking I was going to refill our growler. And I forgot to bring the freaking growler because I'm a genius that way. It's sitting in the front room still. But, but they had like, okay, they had, I think, a double IPA in cans. Imagine that. They had, I think they had like a lager in cans, and they had this. So I got this, but, you know. Well, at least you didn't get a growler of this. No. I wouldn't get a growler unless I had at least tasted it. I did look at their menu board. You know, a lot of places will do flights. Mm-hmm. you got to get like four or five or 20 or whatever. I don't um, know about 20, but... Yeah, okay, I don't know any place that's 20 either, but anyway. <laughs> um... They said flights, and it's it's. I, I think it was like a six ounce glass or four ounces, maybe I don't know, but they were um, just three dollars each. So you could do you one, could do or a you three dollar taste of something. Yeah, you could do one. I guess you could do six, or I, I yeah, I don't know if there's a maximum, but just yeah, it looks like they do a per per thing. Because remember when we went to their original location? Because this is the new tap room in downtown Oakville, mm-hmm. but their original location where their brewing happens. Um, we got a flight, and it was like four. And you got four, and there were seven-ounce glasses, I think. So, anyway. So that's that. I mean, I'm hoping for something to come out of it. I'm hoping that maybe they'll get uh, improved. They're not a bad brewery, but it's just... I don't think they... Because they only have, like... I think they had 12 taps going. 
So there's not a, a whole lot of variety? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not that I need variety. It's just that the fact... I need our, the good stuff. Our favorite kinds of beer are the less, the less commonly made varieties. And so, you know, if one out of ten taps is going to be like a porter or a stout and the place only has ten taps, mm -hmm. we may not get something that's in our variety. Because you're going to have, in ten taps, you're going to have six IPAs, <laughs> yeah, a pale ale. Maybe an amber or a red. An amber or a red. Yeah, so that's eight. And then those last two. Could be a sour. Sour. And then maybe a porter or a stout. But maybe not. Yeah. And actually, sours are getting more and more popular around here. I wish they would, honestly, I wish they would overtake the IPAs, but that won't happen. There's too many people that don't, that are, well, it's the IPA crowd. The IPA crowd is like, oh, these sours, I don't, I don't like them. And we're on the West Coast, so we've got the West Coast IPA crowd. Yeah, not a fan. So, anyway, um, but speaking of breweries, now we were at Dust Bowl last weekend in Turlock, and what'd you think? Um... I like their citrus sour tramp stamp. The fruit tramp stamp, something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was cit citrus tart fruit tramp sour or something like that. Yeah, it was good. Well, I mean, I liked the peanut butter and jelly sour too. That, that was, one was good. good. It wasn't growler worthy, but it was good. Um, what was that? What was the first one? It was a cucumber song. Yeah, it was like I like cucumber it. water. I liked it. It was it was, was kind of like the the pickle beer, but without the dill part. Without the yeah, exactly. I like that. Saisons are usually something that I like, not always. But they also had um, what was the the what, bourbon barrel aged that porter. Oh yeah. my gosh! But the, um, no, I was thinking of the one that like it 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 smelled like a leather chair from a cigar oh, yeah. lounge. Oh, yeah, it smelled like a It was, the, like, the Crusher or something? Yeah, I think that's something. The Crushinator? No, that wasn't it. Something Crush. Something Crush, yeah. Crusher. It wasn't bad, but it was. It did have a burnt overtone to it that, okay. It's like, yeah, it tastes like a crematorium, but, you know. Right. <laughs> Remember that time we were in Colma? <laughs> what, I, what did I say You're it smelled all, like? Well, it smells like tortillas. And yeah, I'm it was like, tortillas. There's the, <laughs> cremating someone over there right now. <laughs> Whoever it was. Smell like tortillas. Yeah, well, you know, um, that's fine. Tortillas are good. <laughs> um, but I will say this: um, compared to the offerings that Dust Bowl had, like the first time I think we went there, I think they've improved. They've yeah, they didn't have too much to, to select from when they first opened. Yeah, yeah, but I think they've improved, and I think they've uh, expanded their production, so that's good. Right. Now, the taco truck. Lager. Not a fan. And low-cal. Lager. Hashtag not a fan. Those were not good. Yeah. But no, what I was going to say is now it's been open for a while in series, Blaker Brewing. Mm -hmm. we got to go check them out. Because if craft beer is coming to our county, we need to check it out. And we need to be snobs about it, too. Oh, hell yeah, we do. Total snob. And tell these people that if they don't up their beer game a foot in establishments. And we will give them a bad review on our widespread, Nationwide, highly listened to podcast. International. America. You think anybody overseas listens to this? It could happen. Well, it could happen. Do you think it has happened? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I could talk to some of the guys from the 3T RPG podcast and just say, hey, would you just like download one of them? So it looks like yeah, you don't have to listen like to it, but international yeah. 
You don't have to listen to it, but I just want to be able to say that it's been downloaded in Europe, right? Yeah. Cross the pond. Cross, yeah. Hashtag cross the pond. Um, but yeah, but does it count, though, with the Brexit business? <laughs> uh, it's, the Brexit, it's the official podcast of Brexit. That's not true. Yes. No, we're not, that's not true at all. Um, oh, but then, but then, uh, ignoring the cider place in Salida, which I wouldn't mind going there to check it out, but... Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's more of like... It's like a, Tapped Apple or... Yeah, ta- I think it's Tapped Apple, I think that's what it's called. I mean, I'm happy to see places like this opening up, but I just, I want to see them open up and be smart and not jump on, like, our hipster sort of thing. I think yeah. they are. I don't want to see them jump on the hipster bandwagon where they cater to a crowd that's not going to sustain their business, you know? Yeah. So... But anyway, that being said... So don't open up a brewery in downtown. People that in downtown Modesto don't have the money to pay for Well, that's leading me to the next thing that I read about. You read something? Mm-hmm. About hipsters? Not about hipsters. About Modesto. About breweries. About breweries in Modesto? Well, let me tell you. I'll, let me get to the story here. Cut to the chase. Um, when I was going through the apps on my phone the other day, I was trying to get the Google Assistant app lined up with doing a verification for logins or something or other and one of the things it does is it curates a news feed for me and since one of my interests is beer beer new contentment brewery modesto. in modesto near mjc oh you know about it um trying to remember how long it's been since i heard about it because art- wasn't it maybe i'm wrong no i'm wrong what was the, the guys that got, he's got the shop that sells the special beers and he opened oh, up. Oh, the market. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yes. He has a tap room in the back uh-huh. as well. I was getting it confused with it, but I remember hearing about. Yeah, Contentment, they're new. They just opened, I think, a few months ago and they're small. They're, they're local people and they're in this, the industrial track just south of MJC camp. You know where those silos are that you can see in the parking lots just south of Founders Hall at MJC? They're behind them, like on campus way. So, anyway, I wouldn't mind checking it out. You gotta find the off hours where it's not gonna be, you know, packed. This place packed. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, and then yeah, I totally forgot about. I can't. I, I don't remember what it's called. The place down there at the market on Seventh Street. He's got taps there, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's brewing there in that building. I think so because he's got the room for it, but. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing it there or if he's got an off-site location. He's bringing his kegs in. But, yeah. So, local beer starting to make a splash. And, uh, yeah, right. And um, I'm happy about that. And that's good. So, what's new? What's coming up? Anything exciting? <sighs> the new school year starts next week. Yeah. Yeah. So be- right? Going to do that for, like, two more years. And then what? Don't know. <laughs> Hopefully save some in gas. Right. Oh, my gosh. The dog is just... She just wants to be... In your face. In my face. Literally in my face. Charles, Charles, that's cute. Don't stand on my belly. Make me feel fatter than I already am. She slid right down, too. I know. (laughs) I should have seen it from my... Did she have, like, the expression, like, oh, my God. She's like, okay, I'm ready. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's awesome. Charlie. Charlie. So, um, in other news, updates. I have not started on building the shed. Yeah, no shed yet. I feel pretty bad about that. Yeah, we need to order those uh, pieces for the frame. You know, the framing lumber? Yeah, well, you know, now that I have uh, my ATM card, after losing it twice, I can do that. So I can order the framing lumber. And then um, 
obviously not this weekend because I don't think I'd get it delivered by then, but what are we doing the following weekend? Um, nothing that I'm aware of. Maybe that's what I'm framing the shed. I think that that should be your framing. Yeah. Uh, we also... Because we'll be here. We also, that weekend, we need to get our plan together for sparge. Yes. Fall sparge. It's coming up, peeps. So is your birthday. Right. It's fall sparge. It's sparge number 53, but it's not sparge how old Sid will be. It's Sid's 50th birthday. Wow, your face got like all sad when I said that. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Like, and then you, after that, it's just all downhill. It's been downhill this whole time for me. I mean, I'm just like <laughs> tumbling down this hill. Well, no, it's like over the hill. I, I thought I was over the hill like at 40. No. No? 50 is usually over the hill. Really? Yeah. Oh, when I was a kid, it was like 40. Well, 60 is the new 40. So. That's, no, you're just saying numbers. No, I'm not. The, no. No. There's no way that, first of all, that phrase is silly. Just in general. Blah is the new blah. That's just silly. I'm silly. Well, you are, but for different reasons. I mean, like, I never think... I mean, I get what they're trying to imply, that, oh, blah is the new blah. Well, really what it is is that what you really need to say is, this is the new thing that everybody is into. You know, you used to, oh, everybody used to be into... Uh, Brown me. lipsticks. Right. Flannels. Right. Flannels. Go with flannels. That's something I understand. <laughs> flannels used to be, like a thing everybody had flannel you know like and that but then it's like after the 90s wallet chains those used to be a thing yeah oh i probably still have my really extra long wallet chain up there somewhere and it was not, it was not one i bought from a store i fucking made it myself how'd you make i went down to the uh hardware store and got like four feet of jack chain and oh and then and a little clip for the end and everything the, the you know little clip things and then actually I doubled up because I had a smaller strand of jack chain that was a smaller diameter, so I had a double chain for a while. I don't know if you knew this, but I was pretty hip and cool. But my point being, okay, so like flannels used to be really popular, but then they stopped being popular, and then like what came popular after flannels? Um, Jinko jeans. That was after flannels? Yeah. Wait, well, okay, well, I will just say this. When you know, somebody might say, "Oh, you know, Jinko jeans are the new flannel," because you know it just <laughs> means that Jinko jeans are popular now and flannels are not. That's all that that phrase means. And I don't think it's that sixty is the new popular age to be. Nor do I think that forty has ever been the popular age to be. I mean, not that I'm sad about it. I understand that that's just how life goes, and that I mean, I'm still doing all right. Even though I'm getting up there in age, gonna be old, fifty years old. I'm gonna buy you a cane for your birthday. Oh, cool! Well, I have like an awesome like crystal skull head on top. No. Oh. It'll have some foam padding for the grip, you know, so that like your arthritis doesn't get. I don't have arthritis. <laughs> you will as soon as you turn fifty. That, I, that morning, we'll wake up and go. Oh, I can't pack the truck to go camping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you a cane that has like the little legs. Right. Kind of like a walker, so it stands but up like, on its, its own. Between a walker and a cane. Yeah, it's, no, those canes are great because they stand up on your on their own. Mm-hmm. Like when you're standing there trying to get your wallet out of your pocket, you just set the cane there, and it's like all stands up on its own. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Charles, you're driving me nuts being like up in my ship. I like was this. thinking, you know how people put the tennis balls on the ends of their walker? Yeah, I was. You just get thinking the about small tennis balls that are for smaller uh, dogs and put them on the the cane. Are they really them? tennis balls if they're just made specifically they for dogs? They look like tennis balls. They're dog balls, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds a lot funnier dog after balls. I've said it out loud. 
dog balls. Dog's got some balls. Yeah, not anymore. They're on my cane. <laughs> Charles never had balls. No, she never. Liked, I ain't never had none of that, Mama. All right, so what other topics do we need to cover? It's unseasonably nice tonight out here. Yeah, I'm not sure what that. Oh man, what you know what it's about? It's it's about my youth. Like I remember as a kid, that was the whole thing. Like when we got that Delta breeze. Yeah, when when you know. When the sun went down, as it was going down, temperature dropped off. But you know, I mean, we've screwed that up with all the carbon emissions. But, but yeah, it like that was always the thing. Is like, oh, open up the windows, let the breeze through the house, which is exactly what we've done. Mm-hmm. And now we're sitting out on the patio, drinking a beer. I would say enjoying a beer, but it's. I'm drinking it. I'm not letting it go to waste. It's right. Just... Well, I'm kind of rushing through mine so we can get to the next one. Yeah. I mean, if this was the only beer. Ever. I wouldn't drink beer. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the case for me, too. <laughs> You're like, oh, I guess I'm just going to be sober from now on. What? No, I just drink wine or what scotch. What if wine wasn't around or scotch? Well, you now could you only just... drink beer, and it was this beer. You're just making up a nonsense world. I know, but what if? Well, what, what you mean? You mean suddenly it all disappeared and we couldn't make anymore? Or it just never existed? All of a sudden, we couldn't make it anymore. Well, I'd be pretty sad and wonder why the hell we couldn't make it anymore. I mean, does the fermentation process suddenly stop? Did all of chemistry change? We how lost it works? all of the yeast. <laughs> there, <there's laughs> I just go down between my toes. I'm sure there's some. Ew. Oh, Ew, that's disgusting. Yeah, but you know what? That's probably how I things. I said something really bad too. That's yeah, I know. That's probably <laughs> how like um, wine was in fact um, discovered was humans crushing grapes by hand or by foot and the particular yeast that are on our bodies would ferment eat, eat the sugars and poop out the alcohol yeah because that's what they do they poop alcohol and they burp carbon dioxide yummy yeah i could probably write the chemical formula for it because simple sugar is like glucose is c6h12o6 right and you just have to balance the equation you take that and it breaks into C2H5OH, which is ethyl, ethyl alcohol, which is the kind we drink, and CO2. So you just have to do the balancing to see how many molecules of each come out of that. And that's basically what's happening. That's what the yeast is doing to the sugar. <gasps> Actually, I mean, I think there were also, um, possibly during the drying process or some other process where they would let the fruit sit that natural fermentation occurs just from yeasts and such in the environment. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get some wine from Georgia. Not the state, but the country. Because that's like their thing. They're like, wine was created here. First ones. We now, put our first comment in and we said first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody posted to the internet, you know, like 5,000 years ago, I made this thing called wine. And someone from Georgia was like, but first... <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, but no, um, that's their kind of big claim thing is that wine, wine originated from there, and maybe that's true. I don't know. They probably don't really either, but I'll, I'm down for it. Check out some Georgia wine. By the way, wine. They're, they're wine making forever. Yeah, basically. Forever in terms of human time. So yeah, I, I'd be down to see if we could order some of that. I think I saw a website where you can order it. be pretty cool. Well, how much is it? I don't know. It didn't seem like stupid expensive like it wasn't like you know three hundred dollars for a bottle 
But there it was, was like two hundred ninety nine. Two ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah. And shipping. And shipping. That's that's I think where the cost was was the shipping, but and and maybe this this comp this website may have been run by uh, an importing company, so they kind of would do the whole like, okay, yeah, we've ordered you know this many crates and this many crates, so they order like the big bulk of it and bring it here to the states and then distribute from here. Down. But yeah, so Georgian wine. I'll try that. Johnny Walker Blue Label. I want to try that. You've got this quiet, like, blank face. Why are you biting? I guess I was expecting you to something other Why? rare. Well, Johnny Walker Blue Label, it's not so much that it's rare, it's just expensive. And that's always like, if you talk to somebody and say, if when I tell somebody, oh, I enjoy scotch, more often than not, people say, oh, have you ever had Johnny Walker Blue Label? Because that's always, that's like a status symbol. If you go out and order a glass of Johnny Walker Blue Label, like, at a bar... You're going to pay 40 bucks for that glass of scotch, right? Even though a 750 milliliter bottle at Costco, when they have it, is probably right at the $200 mark, possibly a little less. So, But I'd like to try it just because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, I'll try it. But, um, well, if we're going to talk about scotches that I wouldn't mind having for my 50th birthday, which is coming up here in, um, let's see, so uh, 22 days. <clears throat> um Oban makes uh, a 14-year single malt. That's really good. Charles, what do you this one? <laughs> and um, what is the... Uh, Lagavulin. Lagavulin's got some good scotch. Um, Lafroy. Their quarter cask. Remember that quarter... That, that was the stuff that when Cameron opened the bottle, he was like, it smells like a campfire. So there was that. I'd love to have some of that. Um, I Well, if you want to talk about like rare or expensive stuff... I would love to get a bottle of uh, Glenlivet 21 year. I think it's 21 year or 25, 21. I think over 20 years. Yes, you know that's that's getting into pricey scotch, pricey single malt scotch like that. Um, shoot, I'd even be happy though with a bottle of the 15 year French oak because that's a seasonal one. It's pretty darn good. Um, Balvenie, Bal- Balvenie, Bal- Bal- Balvenie. I don't know. I think it's Balvenie. Get a bottle of that. What else? How much? Oh, we're we're talking at least like. 160 plus. The, like the 21 year Glenn Levitt's going to be well over 200, I'm sure. People are listening to this, looking it up on the internet right now, going, Sid's an idiot. That's like 50 bucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So there's that. What else? Wine? Luca. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else do you need, really? I know. We are. We're going to miss the November opening or release party. Oh, no, I know. I know. <sighs> Probably best considering the antics I got into the last time we were there for an event. And how Yeah, it's the antics I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I actually still have uh, the audio recordings that we made that night. Remember we recorded uh, Abacadabra while we were standing there? We talked about it a little bit. You could hear Mamma Mia in the background. Yeah, I don't remember that. Really? Mm-hmm. We took three field recordings. Oh. Yeah. You know what we should do? I, when I'm mixing this, I should insert a clip right here.
Okay, so we're back from that. That was great. <laughs> would be funnier is if I don't insert the clip right there and they just get the quiet part of it all of a sudden. And then, you know. Yeah, see, I... Magic. Right. The, the first clip, if I recall correctly, was at our table. And I just wanted to catch one of their songs. And remember there was that other couple sitting at our uh -huh. table? And the woman was singing along, and I think I got her voice in it a lot. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I haven't listened to it again to see how it turned out, but whatever. Um, then there was a second recording when we were standing back behind the little fence in that grassy area. Mm -hmm. And we were talking. Oh, when we were talking, remember they were throwing the glow sticks out? It's like, yeah. glow sticks for everybody, or whatever, he said. And we were making jokes like, oh, my eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's a third recording. I don't remember what it was. I hope it wasn't like me being salty in the, in the freaking tasting room. <laughs> I don't think that you recorded. I don't think I did either. either. Yeah. Yeah. Last podcast, huh? That was my salty podcast. Yeah. I just want to apologize to all the listeners for how salty I was. <laughs> when I was mixing it, there were parts where I'm kind of like, do I need to cut that out? Nah. Probably. <laughs> but, uh, there is one thing, though, from the last podcast that bears repeating. And bears you, repeating? What are they saying? They're saying what I said on last podcast. And I'm going to say it again, and you know what it is. Mm -hmm. Hippie jam bullshit. <laughs> Stand by those words. Hippie jam bullshit. That's right. Oh, God. It's not enough time, but how awesome would it be to have a t-shirt that says hashtag hippie jam bullshit, all one word. How awesome would it be? Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. I don't know if it'd be awesome. Oh, come on. And then on the back, it's all hashtag Sid versus Coco, the eighth fit, because that was the episode that was on. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> right? And then in, in, across the bottom, it would be Sid versus Coco.podbean.com. And then Sid versus Coco11 at gmail.com. And then join us on our Discord channel, Sid versus Coco. <laughs> We have Slack as well. Gotta advertise it all. That's right. You know, get the symbols for the, the apps. Right, we'll get the little the little Discord symbol. Yeah. We'll get the Slack symbol. Like a lot of people like to put, okay, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram right. or Facebook. Right, yeah. And the little logos. Except for we're not on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, that's why we have the other logos. Right, so I know there's a logo for Discord, and I know there's a logo for Slack. I don't think there's a MeWe logo. Maybe I'm there sure is. there is. Probably is. I just don't know what it is. What's the icon for the app on the phone? That's what most of them I are think it anyway. Does it? It's like the white box with the letters there. Yeah. So. Yep. So there you go. Now you know where to find us. And you know, it's nice. See, I blew it. What? You're not supposed to give your contact information like a third of the way into the show. Then people are like, well, now I know how to get a hold of one. Shut this crap off. Click. Don't shut it off because if you keep listening, you're gonna hear the second clip from our visit to Luca Winery to see world-renowned ABBA tribute band, ABBA Cadabra. And you'll hear that right now. There goes both ah, hey. I gotta find the bathroom. Hey, hold on, hold on. Just, did you see her hands? Yeah. It's always telling when you look at a woman's hands and her face. Yeah. She's got, like, her hands are like an 80 Right. Well, she could be 80. No, she probably is. Yeah. This is a peanut butter. Oh. This is peanut butter and beanie. 
We were talking about bow face. Right. So we're calling everything let, stupid. I, I actually, I did a, a recording. I don't know how well it came out because one of the other people sitting at our table was singing along. I tried to record a song earlier. Oh. But, but I, I just thought that I would let us uh, chime in a little bit. We're here at Luca Winery. We're at Abacadabra. Yeah, like the like premier Abacadabra. It's almost band. like watching Hedwig and the Angry Inch. But yeah, not. but it's but, amazing. But yeah, they're really really good. Frida's not Frida, but you know whatever. Right, everyone else has got a spot on. And uh, there's lots of wine. We're uh, a lot of old people. We're halfway through. I'm an old people. No, these are old people. That's true. We're some of the youngest. They're people retired. Here. We're some of the youngest people here, but we're having a great time, and we thought we'd share it with our listeners because uh, we haven't had an episode out in a while. Like I was looking at when our last one posted, we're a month out, and we don't even have anything in, in the can to edit. So yeah, we got to get back to our goth rock thing, but we're gonna get to one and share some abacadabra with you. And we're having fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A little cooler tonight than I thought it would be, but still, I'm good. Yep. Drinking the wine. Drinking the wine. All right. Yeah, they're really good. I know. I, actually, I'm really they're impressed. They're better than I expected. Yeah, I'm really impressed. This is like, good. They probably make a living off doing this shit. Oh, I'm certain that they do. Because they're that talented. I'm certain that they do. I'm sure that what they do is they tour specifically doing this, you know? But, I mean, that's the thing. That's a good band. Can do that. Like, uh, they're, they're probably specific to, like, wine, like, Like stuff, stuff like yeah. this. This kind of an answer. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to go travel to wineries and yeah. shit. Well, it's like uh, the other people's entertainment were talking about um, seeing Rain, the Beatles tribute band. Yeah. Those, those guys have been doing it for years. And they, yeah. they're really talented for whatever. Well, I'd like to come see that Rat Pack thing that, that they, yeah, they have another that would group be, that does the Rat Pack That cover would be cool, too, whatever. yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome, actually. We'll have to look into that see if we can make that one. All right. Well, you know what? Because I think what we'll do. Wait. Take a chance. Take a chance, chance, chance. There's a bunch of glow sticks going on here. He said, don't, yeah, yeah, I had to watch my eyes. Yeah, they were throwing them. Didn't want anybody to lose an eye. So I guess what I'm saying is that um, some of this raw footage that we're recording here, we'll have to like maybe uh, cold open talk it a little bit at home to, yeah. to pad it out. But anyway, we'll check in with y'all later. Bye. <laughs> That's a callback joke. <laughs> oh my God, that was so much fun. Can you believe the thing that was said in the recording there? I believe everything. Oh, my God. Well, you were there. Yeah. You would know. Sure would. Yeah. Sherwood sure Forest? No. No. Okay, I'm dry. I need another beer. Yeah, I'm almost dry, but... So do I have to go and get it? <laughs> I'll get it. Oh, all right. Because I would have. I'm getting it. I'm picking it this time. Just don't let it be your nose. Oh, no. Security camera says otherwise. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sitting out here by myself, when I'm by myself, got my dog. Person's never really alone when they got their dog. Uh -huh. I was just trying to entertain the listeners while you were getting a beer. What'd you get? Oh, yeah. The accident in Hubbard's Cave. Yes. Hubert's. <laughs> Hubert's. Hubert's Cave. Hubert. Rupert's Cave. Rupert's Cave. Yeah. Okay, you need to get through that so we can pour this. Man, this is not good. Alright, you want to slam that? Yeah. I'm not drinking it. It's like, it's yeah, hard, as, it's hard to. As the temperature goes up, it gets uh, it gets that sweet flavor that. Mm. Like something's going bad. <laughs> but not in a good way. Yeah. Okay, so I just thought of this. Like what we did on the opening. It's like, it's like beer SMR. SMR? 
I thought it was ASMR. That, that, I know, I'm beer SMR. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're not hip or cool at all. We don't know the lingo. I don't care about it either. Okay, so what you can't see because this is an audio podcast is we've just poured this uh, Accident in Hubbard's Cave, which is a um, very serious imperial stout brewed in Niles, Illinois. Um, it's <laughs> what... If Niall was here. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> Illinois that belongs to him. Um, Niall has an Illinois. Right. But no, it's a, it's a 12% Imperial Stout, and it's just a straightforward Imperial Stout. It is like midnight black. It has very low head on it, which is typical for Imperial Stouts. Um, it has a mouthfeel like an oil slick, right? Mouthfeel. Give me a fucking break. It's a word. Oh, man. It's like you're putting tar on a hot roof. Oh, my. It is. It's amazing. I can't believe that people, there are people in the world that don't like that. I mean, I guess everybody's got to do their own thing, right? And rich. And a little bit creepy. Oh, you didn't do the the, the, the old uh, Nestle's, blah, Nestle's Quick commercial? They described Nestle's Quick. It's thick and rich and chocolate. That was, chocolate. Yeah, they emphasized that to try to make a, like a little rhyming scheme with thick and rich and chocolate. That kind doesn't of, work for me. Well, it was the commercial. I That's didn't a make stretch. it. I, I didn't. I know. Oh, well, I, it's a good thing you didn't work for the marketing department of Nestle's Quick back then. Yeah. Because then I'd be really old. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be older than me because I think I was like I'd eight. be a cougar. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, that's the sound the cougar makes, apparently. <laughs> that's not fair. How come there's not, like, cool names like that for men? Because men are jerks, basically. That's why. But, you know. Or silver foxes? Is it? Well, I guess. I'm thinking about animals here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's my point. Is like, you know. Sugar daddies. That's not an animal. No, I meant, like, what men are called if they're older. Well, yeah, but, no. The, a sugar daddy... I know a sugar daddy well, doesn't have to be old. But well, typically, most of the time they are. Well, yes, but my point being is, you don't call <coughs> you don't call a sugar daddy that just because they're older. You call them that because they got money and they're paying your way, right? Like I couldn't be a sugar daddy. I don't got any money. I'm out. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You promised me a three thousand dollar allowance every week. I said no such thing. I was told I'd get at least fifteen gift cards in one month. Yeah, I got you fifteen one dollar gift cards to McDonald's. I mean, do they even do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, but you know what I'm saying, right? So, sugar daddy, number one, isn't an animal, and two, uh, is just because the dude's got money, not because the dude's old. So now, silver fox, I guess that's a term, but isn't that for like a dude that's like just got gray, older and, and got gray hair on the sides, white hair? But I don't think that a, a guy with a physique like mine could really be called a silver fox. I'm a little more round in the middle and a little less foxy. Okay, so are you like a silver bear? Well, that just means, that sounds gay. So? Well, no, I know that, but I'm not gay, (laughs) is my point. That's true. I can't refer to you as a, because... I'm not gay. Um, If there are any bears who would like to see a picture of me, not naked or anything like that, I'm just a picture of me like how I would look in my jeans and t-shirt, which is where I all the time. If there are any bears out there listening, would like to look at that and give me an evaluation. Do I, I mean, if I were gay, would I qualify as a bear? I'd love to hear that. I mean, I got the beard going on. 
I don't think that you would, though, regardless yeah. of the beard. I don't think so. You don't have enough hair other... You don't have... That's true. ...buff arm. No, I don't. You don't drive a truck. Well, bears don't have to drive trucks, I don't think. That's true. Yeah. They're, yeah, I don't have a lumberjack body. You, you know. don't ride a motor. It's true. A lot of bears ride motorcycles. Bears are cool, mostly. Not all of them. But, I mean... Not if they're aggro. Well, yeah, if they're drunk and stupid. But, um... That's true of anybody as well. But, yeah. But, I mean, Definitely. most of the time, at least what I know about that is, like, bears typically are more, like, kind of jolly, like, happy guys, you know? That's yeah, masculine, hairy, and, like, or even, like, bigger, like, bulky bodies in that. Like, I, I mean, I got... Like, like husky? The, yeah, like, I got the height for it, but I have no chest for it. My, my pectoral muscles were rather... My pectoral tendons. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't got it going on there, and I got just like this, this but burgeoning Irish pot belly. That's what I like to call it. That's what? A good description. I don't know. Well, how would you describe it? My, my spare tire. Uh, my middle-aged spread. That would, that sounds better, I guess. My love handles. No. Yeah, those are. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Why do they call them love handles on men, but muffin tops on a woman? Because the women like pants on the top of like the, muffins the muffin is pouring out. Yeah. I guess. Maybe maybe that is it. I do think that there's some uh, uh, gender disparity going on there with the naming. I mean, it's not okay that there's gender disparity, but I mean, that's just mm-hmm. why it is. So speaking of like bears, now I've heard of otters as well in the gay men society. I think it's like basically it'd be like a bear. But more like thin, like hairy, like a bear, but thin, like so. An like otter. A no, oh god, <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> All the hipsters out there, please, I'm begging you, stop. It's just, just stop, you know. And and really, like, if you want to look that way and do that, that's fine. You can do it. But I just feel like so many people that do that whole thing and that and cultivate that whole look on themselves, they do it because. It's a rugged metro. No, they're not doing it because it's a rugged metrosexual. They're doing it because, oh, this is cool and everyone else is doing it, so I should do it too. It's a trendy. Yeah, it's a it's a peer pressured thing. It's just like, I mean, who in their right mind thinks that IPAs taste good? Like, come on. Right. The first time you tasted an IPA, did you really think it was good, or did your friends tell you that it was and you didn't be embarrassed and and yeah. say it wasn't and then you wouldn't be? Able to I have at least one data point. Because that means now I have, it's suddenly scientific data because it's one data point. No, I know one person, you know this person too, who said that, well, I only drink IPAs because they usually have the highest ABV. I, I don't really like beer at all, but they have, a, you know, because when IPAs first started hitting the market, they were all 6.8, 7.2, mm-hmm. while all the other beers were basically session beers. You didn't have a lot of big beers out there, you know? And so they were like, oh, I'll get this IPA. And it was like, oh, I'll get fucked up on four beers instead of six. And that's the only reason that he drank them. And I wonder if there's some of that factor. Or the whole, like... Yeah, there's the alcoholics factor. <laughs> and then there's the, the factor of the people who are like, well, um, I got to... Th- this is super, like, bitter and, and cloying and resiny, but I got to show that I'm tough and I can handle it, you know? So... And, and really, I mean, I won't lie, that's the, the thing about IPAs that I don't like is literally literally that they, the West Coast IPAs just stick to my tongue, and they stay there. They don't go away, and I don't like that. That's, what I, that's, mm-hmm. that's the whole As thing. That's a bitter beer face. Yeah, but I mean, I don't mind the bitterness because, I mean, there are stouts that have a higher IBU than IPAs. Some IPAs, not all of them, but I mean, you know, 
And like, what's that one? Uh, Stone Brewing's their Arrogant Bastard Ale, which arguably that's pretty bitter. Yeah, and it's arguably one of the beers that brought me into the craft brew scene. Um, arguably. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty bitter, but I like it because it's like you drink it, and you're like, whoa, nice hoppy bitterness, and it goes away. Mm-hmm. You swallow the beer, and it goes away. Whereas, like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, that thing, and that's not even an IPA. It's just a pale ale. I drink it, and it's like, it's like, did somebody pour, like, pine salt, pine salt molasses on my tongue? <laughs> I say the molasses just because it sticks, not because it's sweet, because it's not sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been the uh, beer talk with Sid and Coco. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's called Drinks and Talks, not Charlie. Charlie just smiled at me. Did she really? Kind of. Did you see her teeth? Yes. Oh. Okay. She might have been growling. Well... Or smelling something. She might have been growling. Well, she wasn't making any noise, so she obviously wasn't growling. Snarling? Yeah. Did, does snarling involve noise? Sneering? No. Yeah. Not sure. She's, she's between the, I want to go to sleep and be relaxed, but I kind of want to be alert with what's going on over there at the perimeter of the yard. Because, you know, the wind's blowing and she's sniffing and that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different smells going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, this breeze is great. So my, my uh, weather app hasn't updated yet. Because I know it's not 83 degrees out here still. So we're going to... Can I? Oh, can I do that? Try to see if I can go to other apps while it's recording. All right, still recording. Right now it's... Yeah. I just... Sometimes I have to start the AccuWeather app on my phone for my watch to update. Yep. Still hasn't updated. That's okay. So I've got... Well, it says 75. But what app are you using? The weather... So weather.com? Is that where it gets... The weather channel. Or that's what I mean. Yeah, which is the weather channel. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got AccuWeather. I don't know where it gets its data feed from. All right, well. Charlie wants a baby brother or a baby... Is that true, Charles? She's not saying anything. <laughs> She's looking the other way. I, I need to make sure I leave that pause in there. That's a dramatic pause. But, um... Charles? Yeah, like I said, let's let's get through... Summer. Summer and the false barge camping trip and get back into routine and... Uh, then we can start looking. We're going to save a baby. Yep, maybe. Maybe, baby. Wait, I don't know. I don't know if we'd save them. Save them from what? Themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to get a big dog. No. It's got to be some. It's got to be someone small enough, someone. Something small enough where I could pick it up. <laughs> no, it's got to be something, a dog small enough that when we go away somewhere that we can't take the dog with us, the dog can go stay at someone's house. Yeah. Because... Having to come over here twice a day to feed and water and let out a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we don't need to ask somebody to do that. That's, I mean, I know I know there are people who will do that for us, but we don't need to ask them for that. Charlie gets to go somewhere and stay whenever we go out of town. Right, Charles? I know. That's a, oh. What? If we get a boy dog, are we going to give it a, like a traditionally girl's name? <laughs> I don't know. All right. <sighs> What would be good dog names? Either gender of dog. Cricket. Cricket would be a good dog name. Could be for a boy. Right. Well, I mean, regardless, just even if it is gender specific, which, whatever. I mean, you know how we feel. It's like, I don't care. We have a female dog named Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Like, what else besides Cricket? What other good dog names? Um, uh, kind of the Jeopardy theme right here in the background. <laughs> good dog names. Yeah. Good dog names like Roxanne. 
No? no. I thought it'd be cool. What got dog? No, in. because everybody says Roxy. They're Roxy the most fun. And we'll correct them and say, no, it's Roxanne. Charles, your mom says we can't get you a little brother or sister named Roxanne. What other? Okay, cricket. What else? Thinking. That's not gender specific. No, you, you, you know, what, what specific. No, that's what I'm saying. Just a good name for a dog, whether it's a gender neutral name, a specifically male or female name, and again, a specifically male or female name is only traditional gender assigned. But you know, just just any name for like Hazel. Hazel. I don't know. It kind of sounds like coffee. What? It's the color of my eyes. Yeah, but it also when you talk about your eyes being hazel, you're not saying, "Hey, Hazel, come here." Actually, sounds like an old German woman living in the Midwest. Fuck. Did you know an old German that lived in the Midwest? My grandma. Was her name Hazel, though? Oh no, it was Maureen. That sounds nothing like Hazel. I'm not saying it sounded like my grandma's name. I'm just saying that Hazel sounds like an old German woman living in the Midwest. She's like the seventh generation here in the States in her family. I don't know. I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I want something like kind of off the wall. Stucco. That's on the wall. (laughs) What's off the wall? Vans. Michael Jackson. Yeah, okay. There you go. So thanks to the three people out there listening that got my joke. (laughs) <laughs> we named our dog Michael Jackson. Right. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> It'd be a, spe- a black and white dog named Michael Jackson. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. Just like not Rambo. I would want to name the dog Rambo. But Bruiser. <laughs> no. But something is off the wall. Heathcliff. Oh, that's that's a cute cat name though. No. The, see, naming a cat Heath, Heathcliff is cliche because there was Heath, Heathcliff the cat cartoon character. Naming a dog Heathcliff, that's different. John Cleese. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to call the dog by its full name. You can't just say John, come here. No, it's John Cleese. Ah, we'll make it... John Cleese Van Damme. No. John Cheese. We can make it Portuguese. João Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) But it was funny. (laughs) It really kind of rolls off the tongue. João Cheese. I, I think that that's... I, well, I'm going to put that one on the list of contenders of names. Jean Cage. <laughs> Can you imagine? Let's just name the dog Cage. How do people try to pronounce the dog's name? <laughs> They're all like, Jawa? No, it's Jean. 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 Jawa. Jean. Come on, say Jean. You can do it. Jean? Jean? No, no, no. Jean. <laughs> There's actually a Portuguese kids video about that guy that comes out to call. Um, he's like a, a medical assistant. He's calling in the next patient to see the doctor. And it's like uh, Joe, Joao, Joe, and you know, and you see the like the, the the other guys are sitting out there in the waiting room, and they're like, mm, they're like prompting him, like no, no, they're kind of cringing at his mispronunciation <laughs> of the name of that. And finally, it's like they're like, and finally, like the guy, he's like, Joao, yeah. And he's like, Joao, Epa, come on up. He's like, Joao, Joao. He's like, hey, all right. Okay, Joao, let's go back here. Oh, no, I'm not Joao, I'm Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Manny. No, I don't want to name a dog Manny. Maria. No, there we go again. <laughs> Manuel. Manuel, right, yeah. We'll name him, we can name him after my great-grandfather. Manuel Frank. Manuel Frank. Manuel Frank. Well, that sounds kind of French. I Although, I've been, like, reading a little bit about, like, the... The pronunciation, like, because a lot of people will comment that 
Well, Portuguese and Spanish languages, they sound a lot alike. Like, Portuguese sounds like drunken Spanish. And it's, it's true, the Portuguese and Spanish languages share a lot of uh, word... They're, they're much closer to each other in their word similarity than any of the other uh, Romance languages that come from, you know, well, French, Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese, right? They all come from Latin, which was the language of the Romans, which only makes sense if you know all about all the different tribes that lived on the Italian peninsula. But anyway, um, but from what I understand is Italian still is, in a way, the most closely resembling the original Latin, because obviously it's still in the place where that language was originally spoken. Um, Spanish was informed and influenced a great deal by uh, Arabic. When the Moors came across the Straits of Gibraltar, um, as the you know as they expanded the caliphate northward up the Iberian Peninsula, all a lot of Spanish words were loan word or borrow words from Arabic. Like okay, you know in Spanish, the you know like you have your article, the, the word like L means which means the that is literally taking from the Arabic al, A-L, which means the. That's why that word is there in Spanish. Um, but Portuguese didn't get shaped by that. And French was, took the original Latin language, and it was informed and influenced by the, the Anglos and the Normans and all those up in Central and Western Europe. And so it changed that way. Um, and Portuguese... I guess actually shares a lot with French that people don't realize. And I don't speak either French or Portuguese, so I don't know. This is just shit that I read online. But yeah. Well, this has been uh, geographical history. <laughs> this has been. Languages and. Uh, languages and food. With, oh, I didn't talk about food. But, languages yeah. and beverages. Right, exactly. Well, we're. we're uh, I'm still stuck on trying to come up with dog names. Yeah. Uh, Stepladder. No. 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 Um, God, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. It's like for a second. drink. Yeah. For a second, <laughs> I thought I was going to have some really funny, silly ones, and no, I'm just totally drawing a blank. Now I'm just, just like think. I'm, I'm trying to think of like names that sound like something or that the animal might be smart. Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Fletcher. Why are you looking at me like that? Eugene Fletcher. No. <laughs> okay, well, you clearly don't remember your Happy Days trivia very well. Oh. Oh, what? Eugene and Fletcher from Happy Days? No. But, if you remember, at one point in the series, the Fonz, also known as Arthur Fonzarelli, actually, he was Arthur Fonzarelli, also known as the Fonz, the point being... He got a part-time job working at the high school teaching auto shop. And there was a stereotypical nerd in his class. He had the pocket protector and the horn-rimmed glasses. And he talked with a nerdy voice like this or whatever, right? And, like, he always wanted to answer all the questions or whatever. And the Fonz goes, you there that's always answering these questions. Tell me, is, is your name Fletcher? No. Is it... Eugene, yes, because it was like the stereotypical smart nerd name. Yes, yeah, like Eugene from Greece. Well, I don't know about that. He was I, a, I don't remember any nerds in Greece. He was the one that helped uh, put on Patty Patty Simcox or whatever her name was. Uh, 
in charge of the decorating, and then the one dude from the T Bridge is like, "Let's hear it for the toilet paper." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that line, but I don't really remember a whole lot like leading up to it. Yeah. You and your your grease knowledge, your grease foo, is greater than mine. I have seen. I have seen it lot. as well. I have probably seen it a lot because a lot of people like that movie, and it. I will be a hundred percent honest. It is not a bad movie. It is actually a good movie. It's a well done movie. It's very much overplayed, right? No, that's not what I'm going to say. What I was going to say is it's very much capturing the spirit of a particular aspect of Americana history that that's not really makes sense. Of Americana, you know, of a time frame where there there's just some stereotypical thoughts about how life was. And it very much grabs onto that, captures it, and represents it really well. And, I mean, the, the musical numbers, uh, I, like a, I like a good musical, and it's a great musical. I mean, it's right up there with West Side Story. You think West Side Story is better? I just haven't seen West Side Story anywhere near as much as I've seen Grease. So given a choice between those two, I will choose West Side, Sto- West Side Story every time. Simply because, I mean, if you were to put the number of times I've watched each of those movies on two sides of a balanced scale, I mean, it'd tip over to the Grease side, you know. Because as accessible as it is, West Side Story is still seen as a little bit more of a snooty movie than Grease. Grease is for the common people, you know what I mean? Just anyone can watch Grease. West Side Story, it's all like, you know, fancy kind of Shakespeare stuff. Because it is. It's Romeo and Juliet. But but then again, now that I just said that out loud, Grease is kind of Romeo and Juliet. Kind of. Kind of. It's got the general trappings of a Romeo and Juliet. You know, the star-crossed lovers part. Where it's like two people from completely different walks of life, each wanting to be with the other but afraid to step to their world. And then in the end each tries to step to the other's world and they realize, we don't got to do this. We could be okay. It's just in Romeo and Juliet, they both end up dead. Because Shakespeare liked to kill people. <laughs> Mass murderer. He was. No, um, no, there ain't no killing like, uh, what was the play? Titus Andronicus? Oh. There's been a couple movie adaptations of them. One of them, I want to say it was Anthony Hopkins. I think the movie was just called Titus based on, um, that movie. Yeah, like, one of the queen of wherever, like, I think the king sent his two sons on a, like, an ambassadorship mission, and the queen had them murdered, and pies baked from their innards, and shipped the pies back to their father or something like that. It was fucking brutal. That's delicious. Yeah, it's, it was serious, like, brutal. Yeah, he was very, Shakespeare, all of this stuff, and I know there are people out there who are like, he didn't really write it, the person who really wrote it was, yeah, whatever, anyway. The plays attributed to Shakespeare, they were. There was a lot of really dark stuff going on in them. Or very, very crazy, like, like silly comedy. Like, over-the-top silly comedy. Like, I really think that Taming of the Shrew was a comedy, you know? Um, like, the character um, who was the one, Petruchio, he was just a fucking joke of a character. I mean, the character was great, but this character was just like, a, a total jokester, total uh, caricature. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's about the extent of my Shakespeare knowledge. Okay, good, because I, I don't want to hear anymore. I know there's been a few movies <laughs> adapting Taming of the Shrew. That What was that one movie with Heath Ledger? Yeah, that was Taming of the Shrew, and it, it actually hewed pretty closely to it. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I think we have we talked ourselves out. We've been talking for over an hour. You've been talking for over an hour. <clears throat> That's okay, though. 
we've been recording for over an hour. <laughs> Why do you hate me? I don't hate you. So we want to wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Do you want to yeah. give it? Do you want to give them the contact information again? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to grow the audience. Fuck this. We're done. Click. No. Um. So. Um, well, then I will. Sid versus Coco Eleven at gmail.com, right? Right, and just so everybody knows how to spell that: S Y D V S C O C O. One one. Yeah, yeah, for the email address, and then, um, but yeah, you can find us on Discord. I don't know how to, like, I don't know how to link our server or anything on Discord. I mean, like, if somebody is on Discord, I know how to send them an invite, but like, I don't know how to tell people. You know, find us on Discord. Other than by saying, just find us on Discord. It's Sid versus Coco. So there's that. Um, we are in MeWe. We do have a Sid versus Coco page there. Uh, I don't use. I don't use it that often either. In fact, regularly I get the little thing as the owner that says, uh, "Your page has dropped out of our search things because nobody's using it." Well, it doesn't really say that, but basically it says that. Um, we have a Slack channel, and I think that's just uh, Sid versus Coco dot Slack dot com. I think you can, if you go there, you can ask to join, I think. Because Sorry. because we don't do Facebook, we don't do Twitter, we don't do MySpace. MySpace. We don't do Instagram. I have an Instagram, but I don't really. No, we, the show, does yeah. not have an Instagram. Um, and this feed, which you presumably know where it is because you're listening to it, but it is sidversuscoco.podbean.com. And at that site, you can... Um, like the show notes are there. The show notes for this that like list. I usually go through when I'm editing this. I try to like get little snippets of what the different things we talk about, so you kind of see that. Yeah, and that's where all of our back episodes are. So if this is the first one you're listening to, well, you can listen to all the other ones we did. You know, there was a thing that kind of sucks because <coughs> when we got started, we were on that uh, bumpers.fm, mm-hmm. which was a neat little service. It was a lot easier to edit. Oh, but of course we didn't get as fancy of an editing process like I do it fancy now, but. So all of the early stuff, the MP3s, we're calling out bumpers.fm, which obviously is not our thing. But the thing was when I migrated us to Podbean, because bumpers shut down, um, I didn't migrate them in order. Like, because I had a cap to how much per month I could upload data-wise. And so I'd upload an episode. And like, if the very next one that we had recorded was too big to upload in the same month, I'd upload another shorter episode. So, I see. so the timestamps on them are not in the, necessarily in the order that we recorded them. They're close, but they're not identical. So the lost episodes. Yeah, yeah, and and since we didn't say the date on those episodes necessarily, um, it could you know, maybe be confusing. Maybe yeah. But who's really yeah. paying attention? It's, it's not like we were doing any kind of callbacks in the episodes. But yeah, you can go back and listen to it. I mean. We, we started what? Like, okay, our, our cat is talking to us Meow. from inside the house. Chepetto. What you doing? What do you want? Do you need a refill on your food? I think that's <laughs> what's going on. All right, so, yeah, so check us out. Just search Sid versus Coco, and whatever comes up, it's very likely us. But accept no imitations. Yeah, we'll have none of that. None. None at all. All right, well, I'm almost done with this stout. You almost done with yours? No. Whoa. I've been sipping. Oh. And you say I've been talking so much, but I've been really sipping mine. Well, even wet your whistle so you can talk more. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough of that. So, um, you got anything else to add for tonight? Um, hopefully it won't be another three months or whatever. 
before we record again. Yeah, we can't do that. We gotta get our shit together yeah. so we can do our goth rock challenge. Yeah, because yeah, the next thing that we have to do is when we did our session zero, we talked about what goth rock was. Mm-hmm. Not session zero, episode zero of season two. We talked about what goth rock was, talked about bands, the origin of the term, and that sort of a thing. The next thing we're gonna do is we've gotta present our right. lists and doing just like we did for the 80s new wave each of us will have to get our list where we have the song the year it came out you know obviously the artist and just like a little blurb about it all right that's fair yeah and then we get to the fun part the voting yeah because it's fun and also you got to make sure you vote for the best song or else you'll never hear the other one again yeah because i mean as we eliminate them not only do we eliminate them from our voting bracket, we eliminate them from being played by anyone anywhere in the world. Because mm-hmm. how could you listen to a sub-superior song? I mean, you only can listen to the best. And much like Highlander, there can be only one. No, it's much like Keith Richards. There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Okay, bye. Wait, is that, that that's it? Yeah, that's it, bye. You're not going to be like, I'm Sid. You're Sid? Yeah. So like I say, I'm Sid, and you say... I'm Coco. Okay. Bye. I don't want to talk About things